Quad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Steve Dan. I just happen to be a superhero. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, I encourage you to go to DJLittleRock.com, check availability, get a free price quote, and hire little old me for your event. The wedding season is here, and I've been doing lots of weddings, having a good time. I know, uh, oh, and I do karaoke shows as well. So Thursday and Friday this week, I'll be at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. The Rab. That's right there in Conway, Arkansas. On Thursday night, it's theme Thursdays, and it's also free pool Thursdays. They got the full bar. They got the kitchen is open. The dance floor is good. It starts at 7 p.m., and come on out, sing a song. Even if you don't sing, you can come and watch the people and cheer on your friends as they sing a song for you. You provide the entertainment for us at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Thursday night starts at 7 and Friday, Friday starts at 8 p.m. And they have the full bar. The kitchen is open and there's a pool tournament that goes on at the Rab on Friday nights. And, of course, the video dance party karaoke jam with yours truly. Come on out to the Rab. Be a part of it all. Bring your friends and we'll have some fun. And on Saturday, I have a wedding in Maumel, Arkansas. I love weddings. Yes, have going to be a great time. They've already filled out the planning form and did the music request and the event timeline. The more you plan, the better I am for you. Excellent. Today on the program, we got Brian Joe Gulledge. I don't know a lot about him. I know he's the Arkansas Freddy Krueger, and he's he's very scary. I'm looking at at uh, one of his his uh, Facebook pages. It's Brian Krueger Cause, and he's his Facebook pic is just him dressed up as Freddy Krueger, and he looks quite scary. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to a scary good time talking to Brian Joe Gulledge. Let's uh, give Brian Joe Gulledge, uh, Gulledge, no, no, it's Gulledge. Let's give Brian Joe Gulledge a call right now. Hello, Bry Cougar Cosplay. Cosplay, yes, sir. This is he. Ah, this is Keys Dan with the What Makes You Famous podcast. What? Sorry, is, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't answer earlier. No problem. I have Go a on. spam blocker on my phone. Yeah, I get a lot of spam calls. Okay, I kind of like spam, and I'm not even Hawaiian. Yeah, it's delicious. I tell you, fried up with some eggs. Give me some spam. Not that kind of spam. This is the call spam. Oh, well played, sir. Well played. So, Bry Krueger Cosplay, the Arkansas Freddy Krueger, yes, is sir. who I'm talking to. What's your real name? Brian Gulledge. Brian. I live right here in Little, Little Rock. 
It's uh, Brian Gulledge, G-U-L-L-E-D-G-E. Perfect. Perfect. So now we got a name down. How was your day, Mr. Brian Gulledge? Yes. Or, or how, what should I call you? Uh, it doesn't matter. You can call me uh, Bry Kruger or you can call me uh, Arkansas Freddy. <laughs> Well, That's you can what call my me. cosplay name is. You can call me Dan. Now a lot okay, of a lot of people you. call me Keys Dan. So I, I, I'll say uh, let's go with uh, let's go with uh, Brian. How about that? That works. Hey, and now we got the names down. Names are important, and now the people know what to call you. Bry yes. Kruger cosplay Arkansas's Freddy Krueger. We'll definitely get That's into right. that. Oh, You're on Elm Street. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. I knew this was going to be a scary, scary uh, <laughs> podcast, and, and I'm already tossed for a loop. <laughs> so what did you do today? Let's take me through well, it. Take me through your average day today. Okay. I do work part time, but I've been off work because of an injury to my knee. Oh, no. I have a torn meniscus in my right knee. Yeah. I thought a meniscus was a knee. Uh, tell me, well, it, tell me what a meniscus a, is. Okay, the meniscus fluid is the spongy part of the uh, cartilage of the knee. Yeah, that's how the doctor explained it to me, and I've torn mine. The doctor says good. once you've no, it's not. Uh, the doctor said once you've torn it, it's torn. There's no fixing it, no replacing it. So you can't sew up a meniscus. No, you can't. So you're done for good. Are you going to be limping forever and ever? Or can no, you work around no. it? I can probably work around it. Okay. All right. It's so you try to I work the muscles. Yeah, it's just I won't be running anytime soon. Understood. Understood. And, and you're still reasonably a young man. Uh, yes. I, I, I'm 50 years old, and I think I've got some years on you. I see you were born. I'm um, 38. Yeah, you were born in 81. Uh, yes. I think I, let's see, what, what was I? I was in maybe seventh or eighth grade at the time when you got, when you were born. So well, where, where were you born? Gießen, Germany. Germany? How'd you end up in Germany? My dad was in the uh, United States Army, and my birth mom's great-grandfather was a German fighter pilot in World War II. Okay. So I have German heritage, and well, my dad was overseas in Germany when my mom got pregnant with me and had me there. How about that? So, so yeah, Expertensi Deutsch, nor Ambition Expertensi Deutsch. Our, our feet are the same. <laughs> that's goodbye <laughs> no I, I said our feet are the same yeah that's that's goodbye in german <laughs> i think i butchered it <laughs> i know it's alfredersen but I, alfredersen. I, yes yes uh, uh, dunka dunka for the uh, uh for the the teaching moment <laughs> perfect you know I, I lived in the florida keys so i had to learn how to say hello and goodbye in several different right. languages so uh, yes afidasen uh dunkashen uh sure sure enough yeah. and uh and luftwaffe i guess that would be the fighter pilot in the fam no mine was pappenheim pappenheim now tell me what that means pappenheim that was uh my great-grandfather's name but I really don't know much about him. Okay. Except for what I've heard from my mom, which that's about it. He was my great grandfather and he was in World War World War Two fighter pilot. Sure. 
but uh, but, but on I the German have, side. Yes. Okay. I, All right. Because <laughs> because of that, I do have dual citizenship. Okay, that's pretty cool too. I, but, I, I think I spoke to Allison, and yes. she was born in England, and she's got yes. dual citizenship. I know you're pals yes. with her, Allison. Yeah, I've, I, after I heard the podcast, she sent me a link to the podcast, and I, I it wouldn't let me bring it up on Facebook because my Facebook app is friendly sure. for Facebook. So, okay, I'm going to look it up another way. Yeah. Well, I looked it up, found it on YouTube listened to it and i was like oh this is great so I, <laughs> I called her back and i was like this is the best podcast she's ever done oh well that's wonderful well i'm glad well, i'm happy to help yeah. I, I like talking to people because everyone has a story to tell yes and i'm sure you have a story to tell uh, you oh, were I got born a long in, story <laughs> you were born in germany dad's in the army and uh, was in the army was in retired the ar- oh i suppose he re- so he retired when i was 14 and we moved to Arkansas from Alabama. Oh, wait. Okay. So you went from Germany to Alabama to Arkansas. Well, first we went from Germany to, uh, I think, Colorado, <laughs> then to uh, Virginia, uh-huh. then to Ger- back to uh, Germany when I was eight. Okay. And then we moved to Little Rock when I was, I think, seven. Wow. Then when I turned nine, we lived in El Paso, Texas. <laughs> We are jumping also around. Also lived in Huntsville, Alabama. I, oh, my dad was stationed all over. I, omnipresence. I like that in an army yeah. soldier. So what, what job did he do? He was a sergeant first class. Sergeant first class. How many stripes is that? I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. have no idea. I, I know three up and three down is a sergeant major. Now, sergeant first class, it seems like it would be one up and three down. I, I think that's what it is. But, yeah, I'm sure somebody will correct me after they listen to the podcast and say, no, you dummy. That's This is not what it is. But I'm uh, sure. I, I don't know either. <laughs> this is just off the top of my head. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. all right. Uh, dad was in the Army, and he's a yes. sergeant. And what did mom do? My birth mom and dad divorced when I was two. Okay, okay. Uh, my stepmom, she basically took care of the kids when my dad was away until uh, until a few years back. She was working as a chemist for uh, the Department of uh, Environmental Quality here in Little Rock. Oh, smart lady. Knows and how to my work da- chemicals. Yes, and my dad and stepmom uh, live in Conway. Very cool. I'm in Conway. <laughs> maybe they'll stop well, by and say hello one day. <laughs> well, maybe I'll see you at uh, Com- Comic Conway. Hey, Comic Conway. I know I, I, I DJed that for the first four years, and then they went ahead and took care of the, the sound after that because they went ahead. Right. A- after they, they got too big for the library, they moved into the convention center, which has their own sound system, and that is great. I like Yeah, I'll be going to that. I'll be going to the one on Saturday. Oh, how great is that? And will you be dressed as Freddy Krueger? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's my, my my main character. That's the one that got me my rise to fame on uh, Facebook. No kidding. I'm looking at it. It's scary. Oh, my goodness. I think I'm going to have nightmares on my street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've actually had people come up to me at Comic-Cons and go, you're Arkansas Freddy, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah. Not knowing who these people are. And they're like, Oh, I'm a big fan of your work. I, I love what you're doing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> so people, uh, people I don't even know. And I'm like, wow. 
Is this uh, cosplaying and, and dressing up and, and yes, theatrical st- type of stuff? Did, did this yes, happen sir. when you were a young age? No, it happened. Uh, it was really weird. I, it didn't start out as cosplay. Uh, I think it was back in 2007. The place I work here in Little Rock is the Visitor's Information Center. Yeah, the historical uh, Kieran Hall. What, what kind of thing yep. is that? That's uh, the home of the Quapaw Quarter Association, and it's a visitor's information center. So people from like out of state or out of town or even that are in state, if they need information about certain areas, they can come to us. And we have brochures and above all kinds of information for fan for you know people that need information and that's. Uh, well, a good place, and my job there is I'm the maintenance staff. Well, I'm looking at the some pictures that are right there on the front page of your of the Facebook for the Little Rock Visitor Information Center at Historic Kieran Hall, and it's uh it's located on Capitol Avenue in Little Rock, Arkansas, yes. and the grounds are kept Capitol six fifteen East Capitol, and and the grounds are kept very nice. Is that what you have to do with the the in the maintenance department? Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Uh, I basically pick up trash, clean the bathrooms, dust, sweep, mop, uh, clean the offices upstairs, clean the... We have a little kitchen area there for caterers, for events, and I clean the kitchen area, I vacuum. That is great. <laughs> yeah, uh, when I worked at a, at a hospital in Miami, uh, one of the, the first things that people want to see in a hospital is clean, cleanliness. And I yeah, suspect that that is an important thing in any place. They want to see the place clean. Yes, and I've gotten a lot of uh, people saying that it's the cleanest restrooms they've ever been in. And I was like, "Well, I try my best." That's right. Takes me an hour to clean the, or, or takes me an hour to clean both of them, both the men's and the women's together, because you know, basically mopping two floors, cleaning ten toilets. Uh, emptying four trash cans, cleaning off uh, eight counters and eight sinks. It's good to take pride in your work. That's for sure. Oh, my, yeah. My yeah. friend. All right, Brian. And, and you've been calling me, sir. You can call me Dan. Okay. I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> nah, we boys now. We boys. We on a podcast together. We having a conversation on the phone. Just you and me and the millions of people that might be listening. <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, they can look me up on Facebook at facebook.com slash pyro no not pyrophy that's my email sorry <laughs> uh arkansas freddy krueger it's a-r-k-f-r-e-d-d-y krueger k-r-e-u mm. trying to remember it here well, <laughs> well anyways they could look they could check me out they, that's true they know how to look up arkansas freddy krueger well, I'll definitely put it in the, in the show notes after we're done here. Uh, I see you right. have an Instagram and and you yes. have a uh, another. Yeah, the, the the Facebook is listed right there on your personal page. And what's the nightmare on ElmStreetFilms.com? Why do you that, have that I, listed? I added that because I am a fan of the films. Yeah, I have all of the films from the first to the remake. I have uh, the TV series um freddy's nightmares what i didn't even know about that oh yeah they it, came out the series in the early 90s no kidding and, 
yeah, Freddie uh, stars as one of the, as the character telling the stories. Is William England, is, it William England is in all these shows? Ro- Robert England, yes. Robert and England, he, I'm sorry. He stars as Freddie, uh, and this time it's not uh, the townspeople having the nightmares, it's Freddie. And <gasps> what happens is the pilot episode shows the uh, trial of Freddie Krueger in the courthouse. And then after that, they... You know, he comes back at the end of it as the iconic character, uh, kills a few people. And then after that, their nightmares are not Freddy. It's different things happening in their nightmares. But then uh, every five minutes into the uh, episode, you'll see Freddy pop up with a smart comedy deal. No kidding, Brian. Yeah, so you are really, really into this. You've taken it to heart. So back in oh, 1984, yes. you were just a wee tot of three when the first Freddy mm-hmm. film came out. And yes. I was probably too young to watch this, too. I was probably only 16 years old, and it scared the bejeebies out of me when I went to the movie Not theater me. and checked that thing out. Uh, but I mean, It scared me when I was eight, and that was the first time I watched it. But eight years old. That, yeah. Way too young. Who took you to see Freddy at eight years old? My parents were getting together, having a family movie night, and they thought, well, let's watch Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, they didn't think it would scare me, and it did. Was it around Halloween? I think it was, and it was in Ger- it was in Germany when we uh, watched it. <laughs> so how many people were at this occasion, if you remember? Uh, my Both of my brothers... Uh, my mom, my, my stepmom, my dad, me, and that was it. We were just sitting on the couch watching Nightmare on Elm Street, and it, it scared me. So you have two brothers, and you have your, your, your stepmom and your dad. My and- biological mom and my birth sister and an adopted sister. Oh, how nice is that? So you have a, a pretty good-sized family. Everybody Not to still- mention 20 or 30 cousins. Come on. Everybody's still pretty close together here in, in well, Arkansas? kind of. Spread out? Kind of. We're, my, my cousins and all are spread out. My birth mother is in Virginia with my one of my aunts and uncles. Uh, I have another uncle that plays rugby for Florida State, and he's in Florida with my grandmother. Uh, one of my uncles is a retired Navy SEAL. What? Yes. That's pretty cool. So, so I grew up in an Army or service family. Yeah. Well, that's pretty Just good. Like I appreciate Allison. that. Just like Allison. And then you went from place to place as well. What was yes. the earliest? What's the earliest memory that you have? Uh, and where were you? Germany. In Germany, what kind of things happened in Germany? That what was the coolest um, part of Germany that you remember? I don't know. I mean, just Christmas. Every Christmas, um, one year I got uh, these little toy set called. I forget what it was called, but it was like these pipes, and when you put them together, you could build stuff with them, like a go kart or something like that. But it was really interesting. So big pipes, like you can get in this go-kart? Yeah, and you can drive it. Well, that's pretty neat. Is it, it, was, that, it was like, P, yeah. like PBC pipe, and you can put them together. and have these little socket joints that would fit together that would connect them. 
So you had an interest in some kind of engineering at a very young age. Yes. You had this had to be way before you were eight years old. What five, six, seven? I was eight. Eight years time. old. Yeah. And you were building go karts out of pipes uh, with a kit. And something yep. that, that you and your dad did or something? No, just something me and my brothers did. That is pretty neat. Now, I remember there was... Yes, go ahead. I remember there was a series back then that I used to watch. And they, they recently redid the series now on the CW. What series is that? Uh, the guy in the red suit that runs really fast. Ah. Based on the DC, uh, DC Comics character. Would his name be Barry? Yes, and the uh, thing is, is the the version I watched had uh, Wesley Michael Ship playing the character of Barry Allen back in the eighties. Yeah, and now he's playing the dad in this one, isn't he? Oh, he's he's playing a different Flash character. Right, he, he's he, playing one from the past, which is I he's think, playing uh, the Golden Age. But I think previous yes. to that, he was also the dad in the first season. Yeah, and then I think he got, well, spoilers, if you haven't seen The Flash on CW, go and watch it now. (laughs) No, uh, I think he Um, played the dad, and then when he went to the different Earth, he came back with the uh, Golden Age Flash, and it was the same same guy. And I remember he played it back in the, the, was it late 80s, early 90s? Yes, yes. Oh, fantastic. My favorite show right there when I was growing up. I'm like, it was always The Flash, the uh, Ghostbusters cartoons. Yeah. Uh, What else was there? There was a cartoon, and I found, like, bits and pieces of it on YouTube. It's called The Mad Scientist. The Mad Scientist. It's a cartoon series. Oh, I need to check this out. What what was that about, if you remember? (laughs) It was a scientist, and he would always come up with these crazy ideas that were fun. And uh, he had this kid that would come around and hang out with him named Brian. Yes. Believe it or not. Hey, hey. So uh, one episode, Brian comes over, and the doctor or the scientist named Professor Seif was coming up with a new chemical. Uh-huh. He was mixing chemicals, and the fumes from it get into the uh, house air ducts and bring the house to life. Oh, my, Brian. So the house gets up off its foundation, starts walking through town, and they're trapped inside. And it's, it's just comedic, and they have to find a way to get out and <laughs> return the house to normal. And funny is just, oh, well, that's pretty mad. I'm going to have to check that out on YouTube. <laughs> we got things to look up. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So this is you at an early age. Okay. You were building things at the age of eight with your brothers, and that's cool, in, in oh, Germany. My, my, my birth mom used to tell me that when I was living in Virginia, when I was like around two to four, sure, I, w- I was taking apart uh, like wristwatches and putting them back together. Wait, no, no, no. I was able to take them apart, but I was hardly able to put them back together. And you That's were. That's t- right. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I highly doubt that. She said, I wasn't able to get them put together all completely, but <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. Oh, we always have spare parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, oh, you left Germany at two, and then you went to Virginia, and then, oh, my goodness. I, I need to get that, that timeline down. No, I, I, I left. Uh, germany when i was i think one okay a wee after baby after i was born yeah because uh my parents raised me in the states here yeah. in the states and you know i grew up in america 
America. It, it, okay, and and okay. So after, and let's let's go past eight, eight years old. You, you you're growing up. You you went back to, to Germany with dad in the army yep. and and stepmom at this point. Yes, very cool. And you got some brothers, and you said yes, you, and the ste- uh, the the adopted sister. She came well, around. She she, later. she wasn't. She she came around uh, six years ago. Oh, fantastic, man! This guy's got a, a little baby baby sister. That's so nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have. Well, a, my I, my I have parents those, even. Yeah. My parents have even told me that she is very taken with me. Oh. Uh, every time I come come to their house to visit, she it's always oh it's my Brian. I'm like okay. That's right. You're Brian. It, it, you you belong to her now. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the cosplay characters I'm trying to, uh, if I can get the parts to make it, mm-hmm. or at least put the costume together, there was a certain character done by Jim Carrey, and this was when he was on a TV show called In Living Color. Yes. And, and did, was he uh, another character that was also burned? Well, kind of. You could say he was burned, electrocuted, <laughs> chopped up, whatever. I mean, it's, it, it was a funny character. And to, to basically quote the character, Hi, howdy, folks. Fire Marshal Valverne's here. I'm going door-to-door looking for fire safety hazards. But if I can replace a little inspection, it's free. <laughs> I remember. And everybody here is going, no, no, no. I remember Jim Carrey talking about his fire marshal bill. And what he yeah. would do was it is he would put his lip up over his teeth until they dried out. And yeah. then he it, it would just automatically stay. Well, the lip would stay up over his teeth. So he yeah, wouldn't have to I, do that That's anymore. what I do is I, I basically, uh, what he do is he'd lift it up with his fingers. I don't have to do that. I could just <laughs> lift it up. Uh oh, uh, Brian's more talented than Jim Carrey. <laughs> that challenge, just, yeah. Go like I kind of do, like I'm smiling and just smile the lip up over the teeth, and <laughs> yeah. of course, I, I never could quite get the neck right because when he when he did it, he'd stretch his neck out to where the oh, like tenants in his neck would pop out, and I I don't know how to do that. Uh oh, the challenge is thrown down. Maybe maybe we can get a hold of Jim Carrey and uh, and yeah. and see if he can give you some tips on how to get your neck all stretched out for the yeah, fire marshal Bill character. I, I watched a, a deal on him on on YouTube where he talks to this show host about uh, the the character, and he said it's little literally a thirty second bit. <laughs> like he go into doing the character and. 30 seconds in, the director would yell, cut, and he go, oh, then you have to massage his face and neck. And, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't have to do that. Well, you're sacrificing your body for the entertainment of others. And I'm sure yeah. people will appreciate it if you show up to a, a con near near us uh, dressed as Fire Marshal Bill or Freddy Krueger or any other character. So, all right, yeah. when was the first time and and, and I, I know i'm skipping through your school and and were you good in school okay. uh kind of okay. i mean like allison sylvie sylvie i'm also disabled okay yeah i have uh what's called tourette syndrome oh okay i also have add which is attention deficit disorder well, I, i've heard of tourette's what what is tourette's uh, I guess my, my stepmom best described it as think of your brain as being a circuit board. 
like when you're doing telephone calls okay. and like as people are calling a person's unplugging this cord plugging it in this other spot to connect the call well when they do it like my brain being a circuit board those wires are not getting connected all the way oh my so it's like, yeah, I, it's a learning disability. I'm a little slow when it comes to learning. Okay. Well, what would it cause not, you to do? Not that slow. Uh-huh. What would Tourette's cause you cause you to, to do? Well, I'm on medications for it, but if I didn't take the medications, there would be uh, certain ticks and jerks you would notice. Huh. Like, also, another thing would be if a really catchy TV program came on and there was a certain line in the in the... Uh, in, in the series somewhere and I thought it was really catchy repeating it over kind of memorizing that line okay I could see that all right so you but might repeat it's up. also how I got good at doing impersonations and huh. doing characters you know like for instance Freddie uh, on Nightmare on Elm Street 3 sure and he's going up against that wizard kid okay I don't it's the chair it for you, kid. Oh, wow. Sorry, kid. I don't believe in fairy tales. <laughs> wow. That is good, Robert England. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, I, I, so, so you turned what was a disability into a talent. Yes. That's pretty also, good. Also, I have what's called temporolobe epilepsy, which means I have seizures. Okay, my best buddy in the whole wide world has seizures. Really he, he he got him when you uh, when he got dropped on his head as a baby. How did, uh, how did you end up with with uh, epilepsy? Well, my dad said the epilepsy when the doctors when I was younger saw how hyperactive I was. They put me on a, a an adult dose of Ritalin. That doesn't sound good. And it wound up attacking my brain and giving me uh, epilepsy oh so sorry about that and i'm guessing yeah, you're so, on medicine for that as well yes i am and what what is add add is attention deficit disorder okay it seems like you're paying attention we're having a pretty good conversation here yeah mr brian i mean yes i sometimes get thrown off track sure but it doesn't affect my concentration all right so, let's go back. Eight years okay. old, you're watching Nightmare on Elm Street. And this yes. is a, a movie that came out in 1984. But, but let's see, eight years old, it probably would have been 1989 or 1990, uh, somewhere yes. around there. And well, I think 1989. 1989. And you were... In 1990, I think I was... Nine years old. I was sure. living in Texas. Sure. And, and and the family decided, let's watch Nightmare on Elm Street. And it changed your life forever. <laughs> yep. As so, I remember living in Alabama. Yes. One year wanting to be Freddy Krueger for Halloween. And my mom going out and buying the stuff to make me a Freddy Krueger costume. She had to paint the sweater, or the stripes on the sweater. But then when it came to doing the makeup, she kept trying to do the uh, like plaster makeup. So she tried to make made, it look like burns. So she and, made the costume herself. Yeah, she tried, and there is one part that would would not work. She tried to make the pointy nose. Oh, oh. And the nose would not stick. 
Uh oh. <laughs> we we both felt really bad. We're like, no. Oh. But the thing is, when you see my my uh, cosplay, yes, I am wearing a mask. Okay. But it's not uh, my real face. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering about that because it it looks like it, it could be either either way. It could be prosthetics that you pl- pasted onto your face, or it could be okay. just a full mask. Uh, of course. And it's a full mask, but that's the thing. One of my coworkers, when I showed him the new mask compared to the old mask, he said the new mask looks like my actual face. Whoa. He couldn't tell that I was wearing a mask. I'm like, yeah. That the old mask was just, it covered the face, the ears, and it had a black uh, rubber band that goes around the back of the head and uh, over the top of the head. So you could still see my hair in the back and... When it when you looked at it in pictures, the the skin color, the skin tone was too light. Gotcha. It looked like I had a tan on my neck. So you fixed that problem. You got a better mask that looks more mask, like yes. your face. Wow. And it covers my whole head, so it it doesn't show my hair in the back or you know. So what do you think the most important part uh, of a Freddy costume is? Could it be the sweater or the hat or the glove with the knives? This is a combination of all three. Yeah. So it's you, like the hat, the sweater, and the glove. Boom, right there you got Freddy. That's the main thing. Yes, I agree. And so, my, the glove I wear, uh, the, claw, the claws on it Yes. are actually plastic. Well, good. Uh, I'm glad. I, I don't believe in using the real thing. You don't want to be running around a con with the metal knives sticking out of your hand. No, that's dangerous. <laughs> yes, sir. I appreciate Plus, the, the claws on mine are bendable. That's good, Mr. Bryant. See, they flex. So what I can do is if, if I'm like staging something with somebody, or we're staging a Freddy Krueger versus, let's say, Superman battle. Yes. My Freddy, I could pretend like I'm stabbing him in the stomach with my claws and he'll act like huh that's nothing he'll pretend to zap me with his heat vision and i'll go down easy oh no but you're good with the heat uh it wasn't uh, freddy got burned yeah freddy was uh died by fire uh but i think that's freddy's worst fear ah like the scarecrow yeah because uh so well, so take yeah, me back how, how did freddy come to be freddy he, uh, basically, if you uh, ever watch the original movies and then watch the remake, uh, the 2010 remake, Freddy was a child molester. Oh. Not a good guy, not a bad guy, but he was also a child murderer. Oh, okay. And one day the uh, parents on Elm Street found out what was going on. They all gathered together. To stop him, they took. They tried taking him to court, but the court system could not hold him due to a technicality. So he was set free. Well, the parents decided, well, we don't want him to run free and continue this. So they went out, uh, gathered together in a, a mob, and hunted him down, and basically trapped him in a boiler room in a factory. Threw in some gas, lit him on fire. Oh, okay. And as as he was dying, he made a wish that he can come back in the in the uh in the, in dreams and kill people. 
And this is well, how Freddie came to be. Yeah, and well, once he, he was gone, he got his wish. Uh, these dream demons came and granted him his wish, uh, bringing him back in nightmares. But then he decided, since the parents killed me, I'm going to take what's valuable to them. I'm going to take their children. Oh, so and that's why Freddie kept going after the teenagers in the movies. It's a story of revenge then. And this yes. is the first movie. Yes, the original. It's but been way, if, so, way you, so long. Yeah. yeah. It's been and so long you, since I've, I've seen it. So, yeah, tell me more. But uh, on the remake, you find out it goes more in depth. Uh, there's reference to the Pied Piper of Hamlet. You know, the, the colored stripes on his shirts? Yes. Or, like, basically the uh, Pied, you know, meaning more than one striped. I didn't know that. Yes. That's See, why he wears the stripes. I'm learning then from the, you, Brian Gulledge. Yeah. The claws that he wore came from a little game he'd play with the kids. Uh, in the new remake, he was a groundskeeper and gardener for a preschool. And that's how he knew these kids that he was molesting. Oh my! Which in the re in the new in the 2010 remake, you can tell. Yeah, they bring it back to a darker darker era. And uh, Freddy, the game he would play with the kids is he would have this like garden, a uh, little garden rake, and hold it up like claws and go, "I'm gonna get you! I'm gonna get you!" And what happens is the whole nursery rhyme. You know, the one, two, Freddy's coming for you. That started with uh, uh, another game he would play with them. He would get them to hide, and he would count backwards from ten. Oh, okay. And then turn around and say, ready or not, here I come. So the whole nursery rhyme, one, two, Freddy's coming for you, came out of the whole hide and seek. Man, you are schooling me, Brian. <laughs> I'm already starting to get chills up my spine just you you telling me the story of Freddy the hat, Cougar. The fedora? Yes, please. Came, that came from when he was working in the garden. He'd wear it to keep the sun off of him. That seems pretty simple. All mm -hmm. right. So he was a, a gardener or and he was at, at the school. And yes, he was a kindergarten. And he was molesting the children. <clears throat> yes, and uh, he told the children not to tell the parents. Oh. And they did anyway. They came clean to their parents. As their parents started seeing weird behavior, and started asking them about it. And they yeah. told told them all about what Freddie was doing. Well, that's right, kids. Well, if you're in listening, the remake, tell yeah, somebody. Re yeah. And the remake. Actually, I would. I would tell. I'd be like, that's right. ah, this guy's going down. You better believe it. So, all right. But, uh, in the remake, what happened? But in the remake, after they told their parents... His par their parents got together and, like in the original, ran him out of town all the way to this boiler room where they trapped him and killed him. Oh. Well, then he comes back in the kid's dream and starts killing him off. Yeah. How and uh, you find out that the uh, when the kids started investigating what's going on, especially the character Nancy. Yes. So they started investigating. They find they At first, they think... He's killing us because we lied about it. Oh. We told a lie. Well, then later on, they find out, no, it's not because they lied. It's because they told the truth. Oh. They ratted him out. Well, all right. And, okay. 
So now you're you're ta- you're taking me through all the nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah, kind of breaking it down. Yeah, how did how did they stop Freddy in the first movie? I know spoilers. Uh, if you haven't seen movie, it by now, you you, you yes. should have seen it <laughs> in the first. Oh, movie. I, I have I have all of them except for the two new ones that have come out. Okay, it's they got they some new ones called Return to Elm Street, and another one supposed to be coming out after that, and I don't have those. Wow! And if I can find them, I would want to get them. Oh yeah! So how did but, they stop um, Freddy in the first movie? Nancy turned her back on him. She took away his power by telling him it was all a dream; it wasn't real. That he has no power over, and she walked away. Wow! Wow! Okay, simple yes. as that. Nancy, Nancy did it. That's awesome. Yes. Excellent. Thank you, Brian. And if if you haven't heard what, who played the character Nancy Thompson who? on the first Nightmare on Elm Street, it was the actress known as Heather Langenkamp. Okay, Heather Langenkamp. All right, big shout out to her. Yes. All right, and another Brian. famous actor that uh, starred on the series. Or on the the movies was John Saxton. Yes, John Saxton. He was in uh, Bruce Lee movies. I remember yes. him. He was in Enter the Dragon. Yes. Uh, or was yeah? Was it that? It was Enter the Dragon. It yeah. was one of them. I know that. Yeah, and he was with Bruce Lee in, back in 1972. I know because I used to watch that movie over and over and over. <laughs> well, I, I remember my uncle uh, watching. You know, the one that plays rugby for Florida, uh, he would watch Bruce Lee movies all the time when I was a kid. And yeah. yeah. All right, Master Brian Gulledge, uh, the Arkansas Freddy Krueger. You're scaring me with all this scary stuff. There's got to be other things that you're into besides this. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I like movies, music. Uh, I'm a big time comic book collector. Oh, what kind of comics do you collect? It uh, depends, all kinds. Uh, I have a big Superman collection. Wow. Uh, one of the comics I recently got from a Comic-Con was uh, it was one of the Region of Superman comics. Okay, what's the Legion of Superman? Region of Superman. Actually, I think it's called the Reign of Superman. Okay, what's the Reign of Superman? Uh, Super- it ha- takes place after the death of Superman. I remember where, that. Uh, doomsday kills him but then you find out all these different versions of superman are coming into the light and kind of make themselves known i remember that i remember when he died and i remember the very next one where there was four different superman on the cover yes. and yes. and they all claimed to be the superman i never read that book but i saw it i had oh, it, it in my good. hands it was good i got a few of them i got one of the spinoffs I got of Reign of Superman was uh, called Steel. Steel, that's right. One of the, the the ones on the on the cover. There was one that was uh, a steel, an actual man of steel. And yep. I, I can't remember the other three, but oh. uh, there was the uh, yeah. what was his name? Eradicator. Okay, he was the one with the the black bodysuit with the cape and shield and the yellow visor. See, I don't there, remember that, that that clearly, but I do remember the four. So There was Superboy, which was uh, the character with the wireframe sunglasses and the leather jacket. Okay. Did they all have the, the, the S on their chest? The, yes, the they mark did. Of, of L, the house of L? Yes, they did. 
They all and they all claim to be Superman. So which one ended but, up being the the real one? Uh, the actual real Superman. He wasn't dead. He wasn't dead. How did nope. he get out of that one? You find out that the uh, Kryptonian laws of death, like when it comes to humans dying, that law doesn't uh, apply to Kryptonians. Oh, there's and always a loophole. Can, yeah, they can come back from the dead. Oh, there's always a loophole. Retcons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, superheroes don't stay dead too, uh, too, too nah. long. Uh, so, um, ha. So, uh, do you watch all, all the movies too? I, I mean, those are DC Superman. Yeah, yeah I, I have a bunch of them. I got, uh, I got an actual cartoon of uh, Reign of Superman. Yeah. Batman and Superman Public Enemies and the other Batman and Superman anime. Very cool. Uh, I got Return of Superman, or what was it? Superman Returns. I, that, now, Superman Returns was one of the movies, right? That was yes. That, that yes, was, uh, was was that Brandon Ruth or was that the, the uh, Caviezel? Brandon that Roth, time? yeah. Brand, Brandon Ruth, okay, Roth, yeah, Ruth yeah, Roth, yeah. The, yeah. He he was he, man, and he looked so much like Christopher Reeves. And I he, know, I'm like, hey, exact match. Well, yeah, I but think Christopher was not there. But he ended up be, being in the uh, in the in the WB, wasn't he? Uh, the Adam. He ended up uh, going off and and being a part of that show. Uh, the, I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, I do know he he starred on a movie called Dylan Dog, Dead oh. of Night. Okay, where he was a paranormal detective. Ah, haven't heard of it. That sounds pretty neat. He, he's basically a detective, like. When zombies and this takes place in New Orleans, Louisiana, and it's become the mecca for all things strange, like werewolves, zombies, vampires. Well, Dylan's job is he's a detective, so when something goes wrong in the super supernatural community, Dylan's the one that has to deal with it. He, even though he's human, he keeps the peace. That sounds right up my alley. I think I'm he's like to check a that protector, out. but. In the in the beginning of the movie, you find out he's given it given up the supernatural realm because his fiance was murdered by some vampires. Oh! So then he gives up the supernatural realm and becomes a regular detective. Well, he gets pulled out of that by this lady that uh, supposedly says she saw a werewolf. Well, at first he doesn't believe her, and that is until the werewolf that she claims she saw kills his partner. His partner comes back as a zombie. Not cool, dude. But it's, it's still it's it's he it's a funny character. The zombie character is a funny character. Um, Dylan's, or should I say, Brandon Roth's character, Dylan Dog, is a really good character. I liked it. Yeah. So he ends up being yeah. a good guy. Yeah, but in the end of it, he winds up going back in the supernatural realm and becoming a detective there again. Only this time, he uh, his undead partner becomes his business partner. Okay. <laughs> You're schooling me, tell Brian Gillage. Because <laughs> he tells him at the end, he, uh, throughout the whole movie, he's he hands out his business card. When they look at it, they're, they kind of get thrown off. They're like, wait a minute. Dylan Dog, dead, uh, his card says Dylan Dog. And on the back, the little quote he has says, uh, no heartbeat, no pulse, no problem. <laughs> and they look at it, okay, that's kind of weird. 
Well, he, he goes, I'm going to need that back. That's the only copy I have. <laughs> well, at the end, when he becomes business partners with his uh, undead friend, he tells him, hey, man, would you make copies of these? He goes, yeah, why? He goes, because I'm going to need a lot more if uh, I'm going to go into business with my business partner. <laughs> he goes, Bus- what, what business partner? He goes, who do you think, Marcus? He goes, you're kidding me. He goes, you want me to be your partner? He goes, just turns around and starts walking off. He's like, Dylan, oh, my God, this is a real honor. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. (laughs) So you're into movies. You're into the the cool TV shows. You you like superheroes. And, uh, well, but you like uh, horror movies, too. Yeah, scary horror movies. Uh, If if I do an action film, it's either martial arts or superhero. Excellent. Man, that, that's pretty cool. That's telling me a little yeah. bit about you, Mr. Brian Gulledge. Uh, so mm-hmm. am I pronouncing your last name properly? Gulledge. Gulledge. I want to make sure I say yep, Brian Gulledge. Thing, yes. And, and, and there's a, it's a Brian Joe Gulledge, isn't it? Yep, that's me. That's you. Excellent. Also Brian Joseph Gulledge. Brian. But the reason I have so many uh, Facebook accounts is because I've had people hack in. Hey, no hacking, please. Um, uh, Yes, that's why I had to create multiple accounts. I'm like, I got my main account. I got my backup in case I get hacked again. I got a second backup in case that one gets hacked. (laughs) Then I got my cosplay. That's right. And you got your Instagram, Brian Joseph Gulledge. Yep. Find him. Uh, So, all right. Uh, Shoot, we're still, we haven't even gotten out of grade school yet. You you spent the rest of your, your schooling um what were your around. activities what were your and you've been from state to state all over the place uh, so what were your well, what were your main well, activities when you were at school well like allison i was also in special ed yes my whole life so you know uh fast forward up a few years Please. uh i never really had friends growing up because they would all well as soon as i make friends they would all up and leave me for my stepbrother oh well, that's one of the cool things about being part of the comic uh, cosplay community is yeah. you always have friends, especially yeah. if you show up to a con uh, dressed up like Freddy Krueger or one of your favorite well, characters. People uh, are going to love you yeah. automatically. Another car- another person I've met, and I, I don't know if she considers us friends. I want to do a shout out here to Emily, Emmy Lou Cosplay. Emmy Lou. She's good. Yeah. Yes. She took some of my Freddy photos at Holocon. Oh, that's so year. nice. She's such a sweetheart. And she yes. took the pictures for you? Yes, and I want to thank her for that. Oh, I know Allison Sylvie's a photographer as well. Has she she also any took pictures? some of my Freddy photos, yes. That's what I was wondering. Okay. See, so you do have pals. You have people yes. that, that enjoy seeing you around, Mr. Yes. Uh, another person that took some of my photos, and she's a co-worker. Yes. But... Just to put her name out there, she is the wife of the John Brummett. Okay. If you don't know who John Brummett is, I don't. Try look in the Arkansas Times. Okay. Tell you. His tell wife me. Shayla is a coworker of mine. Well, you tell me who John Brummett is. John Brummett. Yeah, tell me who John Brummett is. He is a columnist for the Arkansas Times newspaper. How cool is that? I like writers. I like people that can write and that are creative. And you're pretty creative, Mr. Brian Gulledge. You I try to be. I'm also an artist. Oh, my goodness. See? You I got, draw. You're multifaceted. 
what kind of drawings do you do uh mostly like fantasy and uh superhero sci-fi stuff like that just and the medium i use is color pencil color pencils that like is- if i if i was to do a like an elf or yes. a fairy i could do the face of the elf and make it look really good where do people see your artwork well i normally go to do an art show with the arc of arkansas yes but they won't let me sell my personal artwork okay well you're gonna have to make so, your own show yeah uh, I've been talk. I talked to my dad. I said I want to get out uh, somewhere out, like out in the community and see if I can't sell my own personal art. Yeah. because <laughs> well, I got a lot of good stuff. That's pretty neat. And, and, and I'm guessing you you have to have drawn Freddy Krueger at some point. Yes, I actually drew up when I was in junior high a comic book of Freddy Krueger. No kidding, junior high. No, you're yeah. a creator. And this is now. Did you do the 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 words as well? Did you write yep. the book? Yep. So you wrote a whole so, story about Freddy Krueger. Oh, two whole stories. Two whole stories. And what I did was I drew it up panel for panel. Uh, did the wording myself. Colored it in with marker because at the time I didn't have color pencils. Yes. Uh, did the cover uh, when I came came here to Little Rock? Uh, one of the staff, the arc. That's where my i get my services from yes. since i'm disability disabled sure uh i'm through the arc of arkansas and uh they had they said well your comic's falling apart here's what we can do we can laminate the cover and did they yes they did and you still have those comics uh that one comic yes i do that's pretty neat oh that's and called was, fan fiction was, that's was, good yeah. But it was good because when I hit my last year of high school, uh, well, I was in like art class and the uh, art teacher was trying to teach us about drawing and this and that. Well, w- w- one day I came in with my Freddy comic. I was kind of ashamed thinking people are going to laugh at me. They're going to hate me. They're going to call me what they called me before. And yeah, I got bullied in high school. I believe it. Okay. All through Sorry school, I got called. I got called a word uh, I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Got cussed at by students just for walking to and from class. I got knocked down, ca- cussed at, and called the R word. You don't know what I'm talking about? The word retard. I'm guessing. Yes, you got to love your brothers and like sisters. That. Come on now. Yeah, I did not like that. So you know, I'm like, okay, you know. I don't have to take this. Nope. But uh, when I brought in the comic, I kept thinking, they're going to call me retarded for this, and I'm really going to hate it. Right. Well, I started showing them the comic, and uh, my art teacher decided, oh, hey, let's go see what he has. And she started displaying it to the class, and everybody loved it. They were like, whoa, you did this? So you're a hero. Yeah. They were like, how long ago did you draw this? I was like, about three or four years ago, and they go, "You didn't draw this well, and you didn't tell us." It's like, you never asked. You have talents, Brian Gulledge. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So, uh, have you taken any pictures of your drawings and and put them up? Yes, on Facebook? I have. Uh, I have. I used to have a Facebook page until the fa- uh, Facebook account got hacked into. The page was called "The Art of Brian Gulledge." 
Oh, I'm sure it's I still had a bunch there. of my art on there. I might actually have to go back and redo that page on one of my accounts. Please do, so the people know your artwork, Mr. Brian Gulledge. Right. Because I under my Google Drive account on my cell phone, I have a bunch of my artwork saved. Yes. So not only a talented cosplayer, but a talented artist. What else and you got? And a singer. And a singer. Uh, actor yes singer actor uh, wait a minute where do you sing well uh if you okay you know who metallica is i've heard of them 1988 they were big and strong when they came out okay uh they did an album called let's see what was it hardwired to self-destruct okay the song uh halo on fire all right so you like it obey the obey Come, won't you stay? Endure, endure. Thoughts most impure. Obeyed, obeyed. Excellent. So Excellent. I can actually do Metallica, like, say, for instance, in her Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> We're off to do Neverland. Oh, and that makes sense because you're in the dream, into the dream character. It all ties yes. into Freddy. <laughs> I yes. love it. That's but fantastic. then uh, also for acting, I do performing or I do a little performing arts for the arc. Like we'll uh, we'll rehearse a play, and then at the end of the month or year or whatnot, we'll put on a play. When was the first time you acted? Uh, I think it was two thousand and two. 2002 let's see yes. so you would have been in your 20s at that at the time early 20s early. yes wow so you've been acting for quite some time and singing yes. since then as well yes what and drawing since if since high school junior so, high since junior high that's fantastic and oh, and cosplay i guess when did well, cosplay start uh like i said it started i guess during the big museum bash when I was doing a uh, Freddy at the, uh, at current hall, uh, it was the big museum bash is this event that goes on here in little rock. I never heard uh, of it happens every year. And it's, uh, they basically, the, the museums and the central high school and my job at the visitor center all get together and they have the families either drive or be driven by bus these different locations they give my card and the card has these different symbols on it like a witch or a pumpkin or something the cards are orange they go to each point and get their card stamped that's pretty and then, cool then uh well i think one of the museums does activities another one does games another one does like uh crafts and then my job the visitor center you pass out candy and do a haunted house. So what happens when you get the whole card stamped? If you get it stamped and you turn it in with your name and address and information, you, you will be put in a raffle to win stuff like a flat screen TV, a bicycle, <laughs> stuff like that. Neat. And you're a part of it all. Yes. <laughs> That's excellent. And it, the first time I started doing Freddy was when I first started working there. And uh, I didn't have the whole costume. I had the uh, cheap mask and the glove. Sure. The and I'd, I had to improvise a sweater and a hat, but the kids still knew who I was. 
I went, there were these two kids I remember, I think seven or eight years old, came up, started joking with me. They're like, you can't get us, Freddy. Uh, I go, want to bet? Oh. They'd start walking down the uh, the walkway. They'd take off into the parking lot. I'd walk halfway, stop, turn around, go back. <laughs> oh, my. They, they'd come back up there. What's wrong, Freddy? You chicken? I'm like, oh. I'll show you chicken. <laughs> and do it all over again. And But, uh. Fast forward a few years back, a few years ahead, okay. I think one or two years ago, uh, like back in 2017 is when I really started doing cosplay. Right. And uh, I think it was October of that year, we were doing the Museum Bash again, and these two like 18, 19-year-old kids come up, and they're like, it's finally good to see a face with that costume. Yeah. I go, huh? <laughs> they go, you don't remember us, do you? They, they were like, little oh, kids. Yeah, but they were like, you don't remember us, do you? And I was like, I remember a lot of people doing doing this line of work. Yeah. And one of them looks at his brother, and the other one looks at his brother, and they, they they look at me, and one of them goes, you can't get us, Freddy. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. Right then it hit me who they were, and I'm like, oh. And they oh. remembered you. They remembered yeah, the, you. Yeah, You're famous, thing, Brian Gulledge. Yeah. The thing is, is when that back when they were six, like seven or eight, before they left, they wanted to take a photo with me. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I'm up for photo ops. That's cool. So I took a photo with them while when they when they were like 17 or 18, and they did that. They said they still had the photo from the first time I did Freddie. That's great. Did you take another photo with them? Uh, I I let them know if they would have liked to, they could, and they said, oh. well. They didn't have a camera. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, Maybe next man. year. Yeah. And you're going to do but, this every year. That's great. But I go to Comic-Cons and like the uh, like the rules state, if you want to take a photo with a cosplayer, ask them first. Of course. That's the rule. I mean, I don't mind taking photos. I'm cool with it. Sure. But it's always Just good ask to ask. me first. Yes. That's a good rule to live by. Yes. Yes. Uh, was it cosplay and, is not consent? Yes, exactly. And I'm still learning, even though I started in 2017, I'm still learning about cosplay. That's cool. Uh, it's, um, it's probably yeah. an ever learning, uh, always trying to, to perfect your craft. And okay, yes. so you, you do Freddy Krueger and you're, yes. you're working on on uh, fire marshal bill and well, the other trying to yeah any other cosplays uh, that that you've done or that uh, you're planning there, to there's do? one that i did and it wasn't a very good costume it was uh i had a white porcelain uh skull mask i had a ribbon that tied it around the back of your head i had a black bandana that velcro that had uh, orange and red flames on it and then i have a black leather jacket is are you doing the ghost rider yep you did the ghost rider yes uh you're like I, really I, into people that that are burned or have some kind of do something to do with fire <laughs> but anyway anyways the uh the character ghost rider is a lot harder for me to do i can do the voice but it hurts after a while oh i agree it's such a deep voice so i gave up ghost rider well just the costume uh, itself a, a skull that's on fire Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of hard uh, to pull off the Ghost Rider I do is not the Ghost Rider out of the second one, you know, Spirit of Vengeance. Right. I do the Ghost Rider out of the original first Ghost Rider movie. 
the the one with Nicolas Cage. Yes. Yes. The one where he the one where he goes. Uh, oh, remember when he's on the roof and that demons like floating there, and he goes to whip the demon with his chain. It goes right through him, and he goes. You're a slow learner, aren't you, Ryder? You cannot catch the wind. And then the ghost rider's like, oh, hold on, let me see if I can't do it here. <laughs> ghost rider's like, well, then it's time to clear the air. Oh, wow. You're sending chills up my spine. Oh, <laughs> all right, Brian Gulledge. Uh, what else you got? It's your multi-talented. Uh, I am, well, I, I don't know if, if this is going to be this way for very much longer. Yes. Uh, I am single. Uh-oh. Been single for the last six years. Been looking for a relationship. Watch most, out. Most of the, I, I consider dating to be my curse because every woman I've dated from the time I was in uh, high school till now has treated me like dirt. Hmm. So I've where, been done. where are you looking? Oh, here in Arkansas. No, I'm saying where where are you looking? Where are you where are you been finding these girls that are treating you well, like dirt? Mo most of them that I that I've dated have been either I've met them at a job or I've met them in high school or a friends have hooked me up with them. I just it just did not turn out great. Hmm. Or y'all. I've even had women ask me out, and then anywhere from three days to three years later, they up and dump me. Oh, well. I've been dumped for no reason, dumped for stupid reasons, lied to, cheated on, lied to about being cheated on. And I just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of getting my heart broken. It's all in the pursuit of happiness. Love is a wonderful yeah. thing, man. Don't yeah. stop loving but, the world, bro. Yeah, I know. But it's you know, it's it's not stopped me from being a comedian. Yeah, a comedian I, too. I, yeah. You tell jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, I got I got this whole skit called the uh, Timmy the Christmas Elf skit. Where can they see this? Oh, you can't. I I, I basically have to do it live in person it's basically I, I i just do this i go hey this is timmy the christmas elf i bring tidings of true love and joy oh by the way and then the elf looks around i just left a loaf on the neighbor's lawn <laughs> next thing you know a neighbor steps out of the uh, uh, out of his house you dang dirty christmas elf oh no it's all my margin Get off my lawn! What the girl? See ya, boy! <laughs> You're making me laugh, Brian Joe Gulledge. Oh, my goodness. The Arkansas Freddy Krueger and so much more. Uh, One of these days, Morton. I <laughs> heck with it. Oh, why'd you do that, Rofi? I told you, one of these days. Pow! Zoom! Well, guess what? Today's a day, Morton. He's a honeymooner. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, I've been watching a lot of I Love Lucy, and uh, yeah, I appreciate the old. Yeah, they're, the old they're, they're, okay, I, I am sorry to say this, and over the inner over the airways, but I am a practical joker, and every April Fool's Day, I have to pull some kind of prank. Uh oh! And uh, Does, I did one clear. year while <laughs> I did one year while I was at work, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I went to work and uh was thinking about doing like Christopher Walken. 
Yeah. You know, call, calling up a library and going, yes, this is Christopher Walken. Uh, I'm looking for, uh, well, a certain book series. <laughs> and then just naming off some twisted, sick, twisted books. No, don't do that it. Don't e- that don't even exist. Steer clear from Brian Joe Gulledge on April 1st. <laughs> don't do it. So, you know, so, so stuff like uh, the Behind the Outhouse by uh, <laughs> Seymour Butts. Oh no! Or uh, no, yellow yellow stream written by IP Freely. No, that's crazy. No, <laughs> that's- but I I did none. Uh, at the last minute, I changed my mind, and I was like, I'm not going to call the library. I'm going to call my coworker Shayla, and uh, I went to call her with it, and she's like, It's too late. I already heard you talking about it. I'm like, Oh man, Shayla's so on to you. Her, Shayla's yeah, on so to you. Her, she's no dummy. Yeah, so me and Shayla got together and we go, what are we going to do for an April Fool's gag? Because she's kind of got a sense of humor, too. So she's like, hey, why don't you call another place? Look in the phone book. Oh, no. So I, I got out my cell phone, put it on speaker, looked in the phone book. Oh, oh Toys R Us. Uh-oh. I can have fun with this. No, Shayla, so, you're a minx. Don't, don't so encourage him. So I, I called Toys R Us and they were like, Hello? toy department how can we help you and automatically i went into uh jack nicholson i was like yeah this is jack down an aisle too we got us a bit of a beanie baby situation here i mean these things are so freaking ugly whoever invented these stupid things needs to be drug out in the street and shot up the poop hole and there and there and five, there was like a five minute pause and they were like let me put you on the line with my manager i'm like man well, well wait click they don't know what to do with that. They don't know what to do with it at all. But but by the time I hung up, I looked over at uh, Shayla and one of my other coworkers. They were dying on the floor laughing. Oh, my goodness. Shayla's I'm incorrigible. Like, uh, no, don't encourage that man. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Harry Sachs. Is all of her clothes off there? Oh, no. <laughs> That's when I pulled in Hot Springs and the... Uh, well, it was a rehab center, and I was there for job training because of my disability, and I was dared to do that prank call, so I went down to one floor, called the floor above me doing that, and they put it on the loudspeaker. Yeah. Uh, and when I, when I went back upstairs, everybody on the whole floor was busting out laughing. Oh, Brian Joe Gulledge, why? All what right. are we going to do with you? <laughs> I mean, some, some when I walk in, some of the people look up at me, cover their mouth, tilt their head down, and walk away. Oh. I'm like, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. But but before I uh, before I went into the student union to see the reaction, I went up to the phone room and I was like, uh, yes, this is all of her clothes off. I heard there was a phone call for me, <laughs> and the uh, uh, the person I had called looks at me kind of funny and goes, excuse me. Oh, no. And I was like, this is Harry Fox. And I go, get out of here. We're going to kick your butt. And I'm like. <laughs> oh, no. Stop it. <laughs> All right. You're cracking me up. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Let's drive this home. <laughs> Let's bring it home. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I might have found somebody, but I'm not sure. I'm still getting to know the person. Oh, that's sweet. If, they're, if they actually turn out to be fake, I will be single again. Yes, Brian Joe Gulledge, I, you're yeah. out there, good man. But but like I said, you can any any excuse 
you can think of for a girl to dump me. I've probably heard it. Probably. You know, I want a guy just like you, but not you. Oh, I've heard that one over my life for sure. <laughs> well, well, what I got was you're too old for me. Oh, uh, well, well, one of the ones I dated the full, my fourth ex-girlfriend. Sure. Uh, her excuse for dumping me is that I would not kiss her and I didn't know she wanted to be kissed. Oh, okay. I was 18. I had never been, never really made the first move. So I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But now you're a man of the world, 36, twice as old. Mm -hmm. And, yes. and you're you're ready. You're ready for the world here. And yes. you, you got a possible a possible honey there. And hopefully Maybe, uh, hopefully things work out. Where do the people find you online uh, if they want to know more about uh, Brian Joe Gulledge, the Arkansas Freddy Krueger? Well, they, they can look. They can look up my uh, cosplay at uh, facebook.com slash Arkansas Freddy Krueger. They can look me up at, uh, I think it's B-R-I-G-U-L-L on Facebook. Yes. Uh, right. You know, anybody that knows that's on my friends list can look me up and talk to me and ask me questions or, you know, I'm not going to lie. You know, I uh, found out the reason my dad and birth mother divorced when I was so young. Yes is my birth mo birth mother was emotionally broken. Oh my. That's My uh, dad was not happy with the relationship. Yes. And it, it just didn't turn out very good. Yeah, sometimes your mind doesn't uh, do what you want it to do. Yeah. And uh that's a that's a tough thing to to deal with. Yeah. And it seems like you're doing good, man. You I mean, you're holding it together and you you got your your meds in the right place. Yep, and and uh, you've you've spent over an hour uh, talking to me, and I don't think you have ADD, so that means that's uh, taken care of. Well, <laughs> I do. It's just not a really big case of it. Yeah. So you're you're doing good, man. You're you're okay in my book, Mister Brian Joseph Gulledge, and uh, I'll Thank definitely you. put your your social media in the show notes links, and I'll put this right up. And the people will know more about Brian Joe okay. Gulledge, the yeah. the Arkansas Freddy Krueger, and other things. Oh my goodness, the the man has talent, and let him look up Arkansas Freddy online, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Nightmare on your street? No, no, no. Nightmare on my street. Look up Arkansas Freddy Krueger on Facebook.com. And that's a good way to end this podcast. Thank you so much for being on What Makes You Famous, Brian Joseph Gulledge. Thank you. Thank you. Well, there you have it, party people. <laughs> I spent an hour talking to Brian Joe Gulledge, and I found out so much about this nice young man. He's only 36 years old. He's a whippersnapper, a youngin born in germany and uh you know army brat I, I i i like the term army brat i think it's endearing he's he's uh been all over this country and he's man singer uh artist uh cosplayer the, the man has talent comedian he had me cracking up at the end <laughs> 
Oh, my goodness. Brian Joe Gulledge, I never met you before, and I'm looking forward to seeing you at the at a con near me, Comic-Con. <laughs> Maybe I'll see you at the Comic-Con way or the Cosplay Ball, the Cos Prom coming up real soon. He'll be dressed up as Freddy Krueger, or maybe he'll have his Fire Marshal Bill all put together by then, or maybe something else. Hey, who knows? The man's got talent. Brian Krueger, Cos, the Arkansas Freddy Krueger, Brian Joe Gulledge. Look him up. And ladies, hey, if this guy comes up single, go for it. looks like there might be something going on right now but hey everyone deserves happiness and the key to happiness love baby love spread the love thank you so much for listening to the program thank you so much if you want to tell your story i encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com That's it for this installment of What Makes You Famous. It's Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey, guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. The 1967 Russian movie War and Peace had 120,000 extras. The South Korean movie Monster Wang Magui from the same year featured 157,000 extras. The 1945 German movie Kohlberg had 187,000 extras. And the movie with the most extras, the 1982 British movie Gandhi, featured 300,000 extras. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, radio radiowhat.com. Follow Keys Dan on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of keysdan.com. Follow Radio What on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of radiowhat.com. The music you want is on. Radio What.